Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony the Spider. <laughs> I got a new name for every opponent that gets in the ring with me. I call them pedal pushers. If you morons know anything about it, you know where I'm putting them. Tony the Spider means business in IPW, and I'm going to take everyone I can out. Kalisto, the last time you went at it alone, you became the United States champion. What can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show my lucha art inside and outside the ring. But first of all, I can't stop thinking about Baron, Cor Baron Corbin being on SmackDown. <laughs> I get to have my revenge. Is that okay? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay. Make make a make a uh, a good good lucha lucha thing. You need to tell me in front of the WWE universe that you respect me. Brady Boone and Scott Doring. How you doing, Don? That was a hell of a finish. Yeah. Coco Samoa. It's one of the fastest energetic men I've ever seen in the ring today. The belts are on the line. What can I say? He's got one fall under, uh, going for him. We may see the belts change, hand here, change hands here tonight. I, I really feel that, me and my new partner here. What we've got going, we feel... It's one of, the, one of the best combinations of tag teams I've ever been involved with. I feel this. My partner here, he's one of the fastest men, one of the most agile, energetic individuals I've ever been teamed with. Appreciate comments from Tess. I know, Steve Blackman, there's something you have to say. You bet your ass there is. Shamrock, it's real simple. I'll step into your world, the lion's den, if you step into mine. And that is weapons all around the cage, and anyone bad enough to get one can use it. So, this way, this thing's got to end one way or another. Eli, your topic is mustache. You have 10 seconds. Ready, go. What is a mustache? <laughs> it's a little bit of hair growing over the upper lip. I don't have one. Nobody else here has one. But you know what? A mustache for a real man. See, of all these people here, I have the best mustache of them all. I thought give me a couple more days. I'll have a nice, thick mustache. But none of these boys right here. Okay, well, thank that you, Eli. Sonny said he didn't have a mustache. Michael McGillicuddy approached the podium. <laughs> Michael... Again, and finally wrestling, Alex. I'm excited. I I got so excited I forgot to put progress in the uh, the opening. What? <laughs> Say, wait a minute. We're supposed to talk about progress, and I got to go back and edit everything. So so bear with me here as I start uh, cycling through everything. But uh, how's it going, good sir? It's been a been a few it's days, been a wild week. We're finally doing it. We got snow way earlier than, than years past. I mean, that's going crazy. 
new houses, you know, everywhere, new locations for jobs, you know, for some of us. And uh, finally, you're going to be doing your big Van Vader impression. I cannot wait to get that on the website <laughs> your page. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have Vader time uh, in the nighttime, and I might actually <laughs> sleep. Oh man, no more uh, near death experiences through uh, your your sleeping in Vegas. <laughs> no. I'll help well, you out in Japan, that's for sure. Hey, hey, I I need it with all the wrestling that uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to Big Japan. We just got we just got in a lottery for for ringside for uh, the DDT show. Oh. On the third, um, and then we got ringside for Tokyo Joshi Pro at Corican. Uh, on the fourth, the show will get over probably around four. We'll go get some food, then walk over to the dome and catch Wrestle Kingdom. Then the next night we got New Year's Dash, and then that Sunday, the seventh, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, and something else we're checking out. Oh, uh, January second, the same day as DDT, we're going to do a Big Japan show, and. Um, the third, wow. we're also going to do an All Japan show. So, so you're going to have like two days where it's like ten hours of wrestling. Yeah, well, we're because we're doing two shows multiple days. Because one day will be yeah. DDT and All Japan. One's going to be Tokyo Joshi Pro and New Japan. Uh, and I mean, we still have the Big Japan and the Noah shows too. Yeah, that's going to be pretty damn exciting. I am very envious, but very excited for you as well. That's going to be a yeah. heck of a great time. I cannot wait for uh, for Isaiah to be 15 feet away from somebody as Masashi Takeda puts him through a scissor board. Uh, <laughs> and, and as Isaiah horks uh, in, his, in his seat uh, from the disgusting nature of one Masashi Takeda. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be I a cannot life-changing, wait. life-changing experience for Isaiah. He's going to be a different man. He's not going to be Zeke anymore. He's going to be like, I don't know, Zeus. <laughs> he's going to come, come out. back with like a deep voice. He's going to come back as Tony Lister Jr. Jr. <laughs> you want some of this too, old man? No. I'm no. you not be messing with these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, the my. beach cruiser. It's kind of like both of us. We'll just keep it at my place. My grandmama gave me that chain. Uh, my grandmama <laughs> also gave me a hell of a great week of wrestling. And by wrestling, I mean WWE content programming blitz out of control. My God. Also, we're going to be talking progress seventy seven. Uh, finally. Um, we're going to be uh, talking the pumpkin spice, uh, you know, I thought a hell of an event, a, a good follow-up to Hello Wembley. Um, mm-hmm. Fortunately, uh, my my lazy slash busy ass uh, haven't watched the nine-hour uh, DT marathon yet, uh, but we will definitely be going as content hopefully this weekend so we can watch some, uh, definitely get some uh, good DDT coverage there. Yeah, we've been we've been teasing uh, the Peter Pan show for a couple of weeks now, and it's we're, we're approaching a month since it came out. It was October twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the tease is real. W, that's all I gotta say. W, but it's gonna be it's coming, guys. It's coming. It's co- It's yeah. gonna come sooner than our mid year awards. We can guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, that took like three freaking months. <laughs> <laughs> we we ended up turning them into the third quarter awards. 
Because we, 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 we're so far past the mid-year. Uh, I can't wait until, yeah. I mean, is, is Veda Scott back on your list? I forgot if we uh, if she's back on the worst female list since we had to I, omit her since you interviewed her right after <laughs> or right before we're going to announce those awards. You know, uh, to be fair, after the great interview she gave us, uh, she did not leave the list. She st- she actually went up on the list because she couldn't even give a oh, good interview. <laughs> I mean, when, you, when, you, when you're not even listening to what I'm asking you, um, I'm sure that's what happens in the wrestling ring, too. But I digress. Uh, tonight, uh, 9 o'clock, I believe, start time for us. Joey Janela, yes. Game Changer Wrestling, LA Confidential. Um I'm excited to You're check that out. That yeah, I can't wait to talk. The main event, Nick Gage and David yeah. Arquette. Is is David Arquette going to die? Like, uh, I, mean, I don't know. He's been in a lot of movies lately. So, I, I, yes, I'm, I'm going to say yes. He has a love for the sport so much, I think he's going to say Hey, people have given me slack for years, you know, for winning the uh, WCW title. Uh, so this is maybe his repentance for that. And he'll the, take it all. The beating that, that Pentagon gave Sabu at the last show and what he did with Pentagon at spring break, yeah. uh, I'm scared to death. And I'm also eyes wide glued to this at 9 o'clock tonight because I cannot <laughs> wait to see what's going to happen. It's so different that, yeah, it makes you, like, the curiosity factor go, I need to go on Fight TV and, and get, you know, GCW, Joey Janela's L.A. Confidential. Because trust us, guys, the two shows that they've already done so far have been fantastic that we have seen. Hell, it brought upon the resurgence of one PCO, um, you know, and kind of brought Walter into the, uh, I, I would say, you know, a little bit more of the mainstream, you know, kind of with that WrestleMania weekend um, event that they had earlier in April. So I, I, it's going to be a hell of a, a card. We will definitely preview that. As Ryan said, we will definitely be checking that out later on tonight. Uh, but, you know, obviously we, we got to finish off where we, we left off talking power struggle last week. Um, last Monday when we were on the air and, you know, Blog Talk wasn't having it, we tried to go over. So we still have to preview the or talk the last four matches. We'll kind of lump that in near the end when we talk. The fourth one yeah. is that it didn't exist. Yeah, I yeah we don't really have to say much about uh, Taiichi and Goto. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it'll get lumped in when we talk about. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm what's this, the this worst world... tag team division? This tag league or WWE Monday Night Raw tag teams? Oh, Monday Night Raw for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent going. I mean, would you because don't seem confident. In, in this tag league by the uh, that pause there. Here's why I'm not confident is you have 14 teams instead of 16 like, like last year. So thankfully they want less teams, but it's one block. That means when you add in the final, Alex, there's going to be 92 matches in this turn of this tag league. <laughs> and I mean, it is what it is. Some of it will be good. I can't, I'm going to watch, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to watch every match Ayato Yoshida and Shota Uminu have. Because yes. it, when you look at those Road 2 shows, the, the Young Lions have been the best stuff. They're tremendous. Mm-hmm. This crop of Young Lions is amazing. They're great. Shota Uminu is going to be a star. I guarantee mm-hmm. you he's going to be a star. And I mean, best friends are going to be fun. 
Um, I, I kept trying to send the group chat um, this this picture um, from the World Tag League, but I couldn't. I can't send anything to that group until I got home from Rochester. But um, in this preview, it's this Tomoyo Ishi Toriano. It says Ishi needs new and better friends. What a waste team with Yano for the tournament. <laughs> I I mean I get it. It's your it's your hodgepodge, you know, like you know, lethal weapon type of I'm getting too old for this. Here's my wacky partner, you know, Mel Gibson did that whole thing. It's gonna be like that type of team. But I'm sorry, when I see, you know, other, you know, chaos members, you know, that, that could be utilized, I'm like, come on, like give Ishii a damn fighting chance because let's be real, they're gonna win what five matches if that. <laughs> and, you know, I, we get, we get a uh, Finn Juice. Yeah, I'm excited for Finn Juice. If I can buy um, that shirt. What was it? What Death was, Juice. Yeah, Death Juice last year. This year it's Finn Juice. Um, I mean, you know, you get Girls of Destiny who yes, yeah, Young Bucks did a lot of it, but we finally saw Tongaloa look like. It started making sense. Um, yeah, we get we get the wacky odd couple uh, of Jeff Cobb and Michael Elgin, uh, Michael Elgin team awkward as I like to call them. See, th- this preview, I saw this preview on it says, "Well, this is awkward. Either someone is playing a cruel trick, or they're just completely ignorant." Uh, <laughs> after last year, what uh, remember, Dude, remember War Machine? That that team, honestly, on paper, that should be the favorite team. That, those are Cobb two, really, yeah, yeah, Cobb and Elgin, just because those guys, as, you know, as, as big as they are, they can move, they can make some noise, they've been champions all over the world, so why can't they be a uh, a favorite? Obviously, contracts with other promotions would make you, you know, think otherwise, but uh, if, if if there wasn't any of that outside thing, I would say that would probably be in my top three teams that should win this tournament. Yeah, yeah. For, Michael Elgin talk crap about his partner on Twitter, true. and then have somebody leak it. Remember, remember last, last year? year? Yeah, yeah. Because remember, remember, uh, uh, War Machine came out and and screamed "f Michael Elgin" at the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just. I mean, Evil Sonata probably wins it. You, you got Nakanishi and Nagata who have been in the World Tag League. Holy crap! Ninety-eight, ninety-nine, oh one, oh three, oh seven, fourteen, fifteen, and last year. So I mean, you gotta you know, be kidding me! That's a long <laughs> team grumpy old men. Then you get you got. Here's what confuses me. Um, hey, meme that audience. That's a great meme. So we we got Taichi and Zack Saber, and we have Suzuki and Azuka together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, you would think you'd put Suzuki and Zack Saber, but you know it. It's literally Azuka's. Suzuki's pin eater, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's all Taichi is for Zack Saber. I think because Saber and Suzuki should technically then go undefeated if they were a team. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, I get it. You, you you put them with with not together so you can have pin eaters. So I mean, it yeah, makes but Hangman Page and the Tokyo Pimp—that to me, I was like, that was a head scratcher. I was like, come on, you could utilize someone a little bit better. Hell, I think Marty Skrull has a little bit more weight than Yujiro. Yeah, but Yujiro can take the pins. It's one, one, once again. And if you look yeah. at it, uh, 2016 and 2017, they had eight points in both years. They've won. They, this is their third straight year as a team in the tag league. 
So, I mean, I think it's just a combination of repetitive and also, at eh, let's just keep them going. But, I mean, even mm-hmm. look at look, look at uh, Makabe isn't with Honma. He's with Toa Hanare. Yeah. You know, they were, they were together last year. They got one win. Hanare's probably going to eat 13 pins here. Um, <laughs> oh, I hope <laughs> So, I don't know. I just... I mean, essentially, are you kind of sad? I mean, even though we know they couldn't win, that we couldn't get a Tanakata as a team before uh, Tokyo Dome. How fun would that have been? I still think it's gonna. I I still think at one point they do it. I just don't know when. Oh, that is a big old spider. That's disgusting. Oh yeah, you're home alone too. You got no one to kill it. What's I just I startled it so now it's going back up its web into the ceiling. All right, see ya. I can't I can't see him anymore, so that's probably for the best. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's look, man. I I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm gonna watch it because I watch all this stuff. But this is it's gonna be a long tournament. Like when we get to December third, and it's Suzuki and Azuka against Yoshida and Omino. Uh, you know, I'm. Yeah, great match on paper, but I'm gonna be tired. I mean, best friends yeah. Lij will be fun, but you know, it's it's kind of like the middle of the G1 when you kind of hit that little like night nine through eleven stretch where you're like, all right, it's starting to get a little long in the tooth, and then you know, then you kind of wrap up at the end where you get all into it. But I mean, hey, ninety-one tournaments. The date you got to circle. That's the day you got to. Uh, you definitely have to watch. Which one? Uh, November 29th, not because of the tag league, but as I kind of mentioned, uh, a little before, um, Tanakata will be teaming up in a six man tag. So they will officially tag together, even though you might want to check your messages there. Um, they will be going up against, uh, essentially Bullet Club, Jay White's Bad Luck Fale and Taji Ishimori. Yes. The Bone oh, Soldier. Yeah. I'm telling Explicitly stated, even though Okada explicitly stated we are not planning to team up at all. <laughs> well, I guess that's why they'll also be teaming with Kushida to go against uh, the Bullet Club. I, 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 I'm telling you the the first time that they and I love how you know that last time or uh, one of the last shows here when they were like executing tag moves together. Hmm. And like they dropped, um, they dropped. I think it was Tomatango with like a double back elbow at the same time. I thought. I mean, I thought. I mean, if if, if people were, if there was pregnant women, the kids were coming out. I mean, the, the people were just ah, going ham. <laughs> as they I guess should. The I mean, one thing too, you know, going back to the uh, the mix matching of uh, of clicks, if you will. Um, at least we get to see Suzuki and Zack Saber Junior. kind of go like submission to submission on each other. So that would be kind of a nice, nice kind of aspect, I guess. You mentioned to the, um, uh, uh, what you would call it? The, the, uh, that's that show on the, the 29th. That's, that's exactly what that is. Yep. You know, the, it's Suzuki goon versus Suzuki goon. Uh, for those of you, uh, live on tap at, uh, ales and stouts fish and chip hub, in uh, Osaka, Tokyo, and Aichi on the 18th, you can watch the World Tag League at the bar. Nice. Just point that out for, for all of our great people in Japan. 
Because eight percent of our listening audience, as I checked our stats last time, <laughs> that's, so we I, are making some moves. Also, got some Japanese uh, audience out here. Um, we have a, a nice little uh, population and uh, big wrestling fans. So a lot of uh, listeners out in the uh, Boondocks where I reside at now. Let's say we like that. We like that. Respect the Boondocks. Also, if if if, if you're fans and you already got them before. Uh, we got the, the black and silver and the purple and gold wristbands now available. So pick yes, them up. As always, get, get you got a little different font on them this time. Kind of changed it up a little bit. Thought it'd be a little fun. But, uh, I mean, to be fair, Alex, do you want to just let, – let's, let's take 10 minutes. Never talk- Japan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean, is, is it any – is it to me? It's almost a foregone conclusion that Evil and Sonata are winning this tag league again. Do you agree? As yes, yes, I, I think that would be the more formidable uh, team to win. Obviously, I don't think you'll have Gorillas a Destiny win. The only telltale sign if they do, and yes, the Jacksons are not in the tournament. Um, but if somehow Gorillas a Destiny win, could that possibly have an opening? For them to go to the Tokyo Dome on the fourth. That's a good point that I don't look. That's a really so good point. I mean, it just seems like they're wink winking, you know, with the internet, you know, all the the elites over the last you know month or so, um, especially as of late. Uh, and, and I don't know. I I just see that kind of being their their silver lining there. I think Evil and Sonata, as awesome as a team they are. Um, they definitely should be going for more of a, of a singles push in 2019, even though we saw Evil have a hell of a singles run um, in the latter half of 2018. Hopefully Sonata will kind of get pushed into that spotlight next year as well. Um, but besides, you know, LIJ and GOD, a team I kind of, uh, again, have a little hope for, uh, besides I forgot the animosity besi- uh, with Elgin and Cobb, is the, why not the best friends? Why not yeah. Beretta, Chuck E.T.? They like Beretta over there. It's a good, you know, um, you know, uh, wrestler to have, you know, again, with this, this certain unization that they're doing, you know, with, with New Japan. And, you know, not only is Chuck E.T., you know, becoming a, a fan favorite over the last couple of months since he's been there, but he's a, doing a hell of a good job on commentary, uh, especially during Power Struggle, that's for sure. But uh, I, I like them. I, I really hope um, they they get a really big significant push. Yeah, I I like that. I think that's a, I think that's a really good idea. I mean, and they're all you know, like you said, they're over, and it's mm-hmm. it's a guy like Beretta. I think they got something there, and they know it, and that's why they moved him up to heavyweight. And it's it's one of those things where why not? I mean, seriously, why not? Yeah, there's there's no reason you can't get away with trying something different. And not saying that they owe Beretta anything, especially, um, you know, since he did not get his IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship match against Cody since he had to do a little uh, knee scrape here recently. Um, But, you know, maybe it's like, hey, sorry, we didn't get you that title. Maybe we'll get you a nice run, if not to win the World Tag League. Because... Ishii and Yano aren't winning because Ishii's already defending the Rev Pro. So we know they're out. Uh, Yoshida and Umino aren't going to win. They might not even win a match. Okay. Finley and Juice Robinson, they're not winning. So, I, you no. know, 
Cobb and Elgin aren't going to win. Um, Nakanishi and Nagata aren't winning. Suzuki and Azuka aren't winning. Taichi and Saber aren't winning, especially since Saber's in title match. I mm. mean, Paige and Yujiro aren't going to win. Hanari and Makabe aren't going to win. That essentially leaves you with could no last year they only got three wins, so they're not. They're just gonna. They're just well, gonna, they're former champs too. Let's not forget Archer and Davy. Yep. I think KES, Gorillas of Destiny, LIJ, the normal three are are your favorites. Um, I mean, I doubt it, but I think there's an outside chance they could do something with Ten Koji, just because. But I doubt it. And then, like you said, best friends. So I mean, you realistically got a 14 teams. There's there's three teams that I think have a shot, and one outside and best friends. Yeah. Why not give best friends a shot? It's not like you're, you know, in. in if you even want to play that role, let's let's just say let's just say for the sake of Grills of Destiny won't win because they're the champs. So that that essentially leaves us leaves it down to Lij or Kes. Yes, and and Lij, you know, for for big match purposes, no offense, Kes, because hey, Lance Archer has impressed the hell out of me the last few uh, few events I've seen uh, them in. Um, I I just think you you got to go Lij with that with that instinct there. Um, mm-hmm. I'll throw this at you. What if they did? I mean, like you said, Sabre jr. Already had his, has his title shots, you know, coming in uh, up at the dome. But what if, you know, it was Zach Sabre jr. And, and, and Minoru Suzuki. Do you think t- again, take that title shot out of, out of the equation. Would they have been a favorite to win this whole thing? I would say yes. Cause here's one factor that, that you got to look at is, you know, uh, Makabe and Honma in 2015-2016 went back-to-back. The wow. last team that – the last time anyone ever went back-to-back – and mind you, it was recent, so, I mean, you know, we could see LIJ going back-to-back again. But yep. Hiroshi Hase and Great Muda, or Keiji Muto, because he wasn't Great Muda, 93-94 um, won it back-to-back. That's the only other time it's ever happened. Interesting. So, it's not like, you know, they don't just – have people win these things back to back. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, could it happen? Don't tell that to Rapungi 3K. <laughs> yeah, they, they said, suck it. And, well, don't tell them anyway, because it's not like they gained anything for winning, but uh, I digress. <laughs> <with that. laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I, I think, I think, yeah, LIJ is my pick. I think L- Evil and Sonata win this thing. It gives them something to do for sure at the dome. And if you mm-hmm. want, yeah. It, it it opens up the door to a new feud because, you know, what I said, I, I thought we, I thought I touched on this last week with you. The Bucks aren't in the tag league. Um, so now you take, you, you essentially pencil that out of the equation with Wrestle Kingdom. We haven't seen mm-hmm. Marty Skrull in a while. Pencil him out. Um, if Adam Page starts taking pins and it's not Ujiro taking the pins. Ah. I think you start penciling out Paige. You, yep. you have Yujiro turn on Paige and have Yujiro go with the Tongans. Now, now you've taken Paige out of the equation. Um, you know, like I said, the Bucks aren't there. We don't know what's going on with Cody. And putting a guy like Hiroshi Tanahashi in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, you have a failsafe if for some reason Kenny doesn't resign. It's starting to look more and more like maybe the elite do leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's you, what I'm saying. You, Everything just seems so wink, wink, like, hey, we're out. I mean, rumor and innuendo 
is saying now that they might be possibly not the WWE, simp- obviously not Impact, no offense, not ROH, but they might, you know, like we talked a few weeks shows back, not with Jim Ross, but they might try to assemble their own federation. Why not? I, if they I got the see... backers, yeah, why not? And think, <laughs> think of the talent that would work those shows. Yeah. Um, and, and when it's all said and done, there's still somebody that has a wrestling license or a wrestling deal with WGN that we don't, we haven't seen anything with WGN Mm -hmm. aired all in's first hour. True. So who knows that those placeholders is the elite. (laughs) That would be insane. And what's even cooler is, you know, like JR did say, you know, he's like, we need something where it's open. We're, ter- you know, back in territory days, like, yeah, give me this guy for four months and we'll, you know, we'll trade it off. You know, kind of like what New Japan does with, you know, sending, you know, people on excursion, if you will. Granted, they're rookies. But, you know, if they do kind of form their own, I mean, gosh, I mean, is this, would that be the first, I don't know how to how to phrase that, I guess, but. I mean, the Capitals there, you know, the, the, the TV is there. But, I mean, do you think they could do something a la Progress where they have a show, one show a month, and keep it, you know, entertain- and as entertaining? You know, I guess there's not really an American promotion besides maybe like Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which they throw, you know, a few shows a year or, or it seems like tournaments per se. Mm-hmm. But, like, do you think where they could go kind of something like the Progress route where maybe they do one big show and just kind of keep up the storylines through YouTube, you know, like, you know, with the being the elite. It's definitely possible. I mean, if, if they make enough money off of independent dates that they take, and if they make enough money off of, I'm sure they got to get that. They got to be getting that YouTube paper. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. on YouTube. So somebody's got to get that ad revenue. And, if if their merch sells like it normally sells and they sell it themselves through, you know, with pro wrestling tees, why not? You know, think of the names you, you could get on there that would look, look, there was guys that, that were rumored, no names have been released or anything ever, but I mean, there was talks that people were, were willing to work for free on all in mm-hmm. just to get on the show. You know, I don't know yeah, how that's true, true that is, that but is true. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. It's, it feels to me like there's a lot, there's something's going on here, but you can't count out Vince. If, if Vince sees the writing on the wall and knows that he needs those guys in his stable, regardless of what he does with them or not. I mean, that dude's, you know, they got a billion dollar deal with Fox and a billion dollar mm-hmm. deal with USA coming up where they're going to get that money in about 10 months. If you want to turn SmackDown to your ratio, you have another uh, kind of invasion angle, if you will, like they do every so often (laughs) up there. Um, And and why not do something along those lines? Whose music also do you play that the people actually know to pop? Granted, AJ came out with something that we had no idea, unless your name was Ryan Cook, um, (laughs) you know, that it was AJ. But... I mean, I was thinking about that the other night, sadly, before I went to bed. I was like, do you play 
Omega's music? Do you do you know, like do people know? Obviously, if you hear Super Kick Party, you know, like do people what will get people pop to pop the most? Hey, I guess. Think of the new Young Bucks music. The 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 thing opens with with a screaming Super Kick Party. <laughs> if if you heard and and they own the rights to it because their dad made the song. True. Yeah. Could you imagine if if you know, it's it's the end of the Royal Rumble, and we see, I don't know, AJ Styles or something wins the Rumble, so he can go face Lesnar at Mania. You know, which we'll we'll, we'll talk about that when I, I mentioned I want to talk some of these Mania rumors, but and and as the show's about to go off the air, you just hear that at the Rumble, and out comes the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody and Marty Skrull and Adam Page, and they're just standing there clapping. And then after, while they're clapping and AJ's looking confused and the place is going nuts, you sign off and you just leave right there. Oh, man. Now everybody's, turn, every, everybody's watching Raw. Everybody's going to turn on Raw the next night. Except it's going to be on Tuesday because they're going <laughs> to SmackDown. You know, it's, so it's just one of those things where uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do. But I, I mean, yeah, I guess with the loss kind of, of Reigns and possible Lesnar, obviously, only, you know, WrestleMania being the last date, even though we've been hearing that for five years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they obviously need star power. So, yeah, I guess it would make sense for the elite to kind of jump uh, jump ship to Monday nights. I'm just worried, and obviously the talent is in grossly different from, you know, the old NWO when they came back at No Way Out back, what was that, 2003? Um to, yeah, 2002, where you know they just you know they got rid of them right away. Like it, it, it just seems like something if they do, they would split them up onto both brands, right? Maybe. I mean, here's here's my fear: is it's it's hot as hell, and they run with it for like eight months, and then they decide to have one of them turn on the other because you know they always have to do that. Oh yeah. Then they thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, bingo, something like that. <laughs> they split it up, and they just kind of go about their business. And, you know, just like Gallows and Anderson, they kind of just get lost at sea. But in Vince McMahon's eyes, yes, we're spending money on these guys that aren't being used the way they should, <laughs> but now there are no other company to make money against us. And you know what would be a great entrance into the Rumble if it was like, number 22 and it just went black and everyone's like oh here it comes and then it just says 205 on the titan tron and then squirrel comes out that way <laughs> or all of a sudden we hear a coin drop on the ground and everyone goes <laughs> I, oh I man Going to like cardiac arrest on the floor, not because I'm happy, but because I'm angry. He left New Japan. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! They're oh, never gonna man. have a our match again. I throw my no. Schaumburg paint. Damn man, you, man! Him and Danielson though. Oof. Yeah. Um. Well, so let's let's talk these last couple real quick. Then power struggle since. I mean, it, it, I think that, you know, we've, we've, we've nailed the teams that are going to be in the finals. It's, it's almost yeah. a foregone conclusion. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Minoru Suzuki, I went four and a oh. What did you it, Isn't it magic? I win a seven-star effing classic. <laughs> when I talked to you 
last week about it where I was like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I had a match that was easily a classic in my book. Um, and it was that one. It was not the main. It was not the co-main. It was definitely this match because, again, we, with, with these guys, you know, my flack when I started getting into, into New Japan, I was like, oh, yeah, this Ishii guy, this Suzuki guy, all they do is headbutt and chop each other. What's the point? With these guys in this match and knowing their histories now, I loved every second of it. I loved how Ishii was just getting kicked in the head, and you're like, oh, my God, he's going down. And nope, he just gets right back the F up and just goes back at him. I could have watched this for 25 more minutes. I loved it. I loved how they told a story that fits their, I would say, the annals of of their feud, of, of their matches. This is something where I hope Ishii and Suzuki they release in a collection or 10, 15 years down the line. That's a staple new Japan rivalry because they are so old school, but also these guys can maneuver and do submission holds that you're just like, wait, what? Um, But I I just love how these two just transcend every generation of professional wrestling, Uh, Japanese style, strong style. This match was definitely strong style Um, Americanized, if you will. Not as much, but my God, is this was just a damn treat, grinning from ear to ear, loving every second, every brutal strike. I don't know how both of these guys are up. Apparently, Nia Jax hit, oh no, I'm sorry, these two are just safer, even though it looks like they're murdering each other. But from the headbutts to elbows to slabs, please guys, watch any and every Tomohiro Ishii Minoru Suzuki match. But if you got to start with one, start from Power Struggle 2018. Seven stars. You know what was so great about it, too? I, I mean, yeah, I, this was my match of the night, hands down. Um, when, when Suzuki started showing that he was actually hurt, and, and Ishii telling that story of, I won't quit, I won't quit, yeah. I won't quit, and then, boom, I got you, here I come. And, like, as he works... Suzuki down and, and hurts him enough. He just picks him up and just brain busters him and pins him. Like yep. <laughs> it wasn't like, Oh, here's this crazy sequence, you know, which, which, you know, we love the sequences. Don't get me wrong. We had a great closing sequence with the night old Zack Sabre. No, yeah. but no, we just got, <laughs> you're finally being worked down. Here's like three forms. Here's a slap. You got nothing left. Great brain buster pin. It was just, it was the epitome of what that was. Two men just fighting. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, every time they they just they and there was no support. interference, which I love nope. the 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 best aspect of it. It was like yeah, two two warriors. You know, I, I hope not coming to the end. It looks like Suzuki can go for another two years. It looks like, uh, but man, no, I honestly this is probably going to be on my uh, on my match match of the year. I, I loved it. I've watched this match rewatched it probably about five times. Yeah, and it's as it so should. And awesome. the chops that that Ishii was giving Suzuki, where he was like <laughs> getting him in the throat, and Suzuki, oh like, yeah, yeah, laughing, panting, <laughs> like I'm like he's dying. He's I thought Ishii that. was gonna die a few times because even his eyes are like, oh help me, brother, you know, like <laughs> stop doing this and. Oh my and, God! Please seek this match out, ladies and gentlemen. And the the painful 
two where, you know, it wasn't like, like Ishii wasn't setting up to give him those, you know, here's just my big chop. Like he was pushing, or Suzuki was pushing Ishii's head back and like aiming mm-hmm. for his throat. <laughs> and yeah. like, it was just, I mean, it was disgusting. They're like, they're both like, it looked like they're trying to crush each other's windpipes. Like they're like, well, fine, Suzuki was bleeding from the yeah, mouth. He was getting hit so hard. <laughs> You you don't want to drop from these chops to the chest? Fine, I'm gonna start hitting your your freaking uh, <laughs> your trachea or whatever. I was thinking of the Triple H yeah. injury thing. Yeah, I was like, God bless America. You guys are just nuts, and and I want more. You know, I to give me more. And the funny um, thing is, no broken faces and no concussions from these two. Mm, That's all I gotta say. I, I can't wait to like look. We we said Work we got safe, a lot of guys. Time. We got a lot of good to talk about WWE, but I got some I got some takes about some some WWE though too that aren't the greatest. But I do actually have good this time with 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 everybody. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, Tetsuya gets his win back against Zack Saber uh, as they build him up for Wrestle Kingdom. I went three and three quarters. Thought it was thought it was a nice fun little match there. I I was a big fan of the fact that Naito, while getting dominated, mm-hmm. kept oh yeah. On um on Zach's neck, he just kept going back yes. to the neck, going back to the neck, and and Saber would fight him off and start beating him up. And but when Naito got any offense, he'd go back to the neck, back to the neck. When Zach Saber finally went to that um napal or, or napalming orienteering with napalm or whatever it's called, he mm-hmm. couldn't do it because of the neck. Neck. And now now there's an opening and he, ah ah and he's hurt, and now Naito sees his opening. Naito goes into his finishing stretch. Naito hits the hits Destino and he gets the victory. It was such a good story because Naito played the I'm just gonna outlast you. And he did mm-hmm. that by, by taking away the neck and he and he couldn't stretch him and he had the weakness and boom, Naito gets the victory. Really fun match. Yeah, I I mean I loved it because a Naito finally gets that victory in 2018 against uh, against ZSJ there. Um, but the yeah, like you said, just the attention to detail that that I actually noticed. Right, I know you notice in every New Japan match, but with this one, yes, the neck beat down or the wear, uh, you know, of uh, you know throughout the match there was was just executed perfectly. And then when he tried to go with the bridge with, you know, the, uh, with the clutch there and, and he couldn't because of his neck. I, I just thought that was just so genius. And then yeah, Naito finally getting the Destino, but um, not to, this was a very good match. Again, a, a hell of a uh, trilogy this year with these two, uh, but definitely I, I, I preferred the, uh, the world cup match, but this was a fun match. Um, definitely my second favorite match of the night for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, I I agree. I think the the New Japan Cup and maybe even the G one match I might have G one, yeah, yeah. I should look back into that because that that intrigues me. But we it was have, one of those things. We have few of the year on our our thing, right? On our list. Yes, we do. Okay, yes, perfect. Yes, we do. So that I, I yeah the the night the the G one match I went four and three quarters on. I went a whole star higher. Um, I want to see what I gave the uh, the New Japan Cup one too. I'm pretty sure that one I did higher. Um, God, I've and seriously, them. guys. <laughs> and seriously, guys. I mean, as as Ryan's looking into that, please 
for your end of the year rewards, and, and please go to facebook.com forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Also, at WrestleCast underscore SSM on Twitter. Um, let us know some of your favorites of the year so far, whether it's wrestler, feud, men and women, of course, uh, tag teams, worst, best, what have you. But for best wrestler of the year, the man in the main event, the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, the guy who just ran a cruise, and man, made me uh, have a serious case of FOMO. Um, Chris Jericho <laughs> definitely needs to be on every and anybody's list for wrestler of 2018. And I would say he definitely had a suitable main event match against Evil. I think definitely Evil, you know, he, he's definitely improved. He, he looked great. It just felt like something was a little missing. But you can't fault Jericho, I would say, on that. It was just, for some reason, the pacing of it seemed a little off. And, you know, and, and I liked it. I liked it more than Nigel yeah. and Zack Sabre. I, I, went, I, went a, I went four stars on I went So the, the, World, or the, the New Japan Cup match, I went four on also. So this was my least of the three Nigel Zack Sabre. But re- regardless, if that's the least, thank you for a great feud. Give me more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But, you know, Jericho, Jericho Evil was the first match where I said, okay, this isn't Jericho in for a special appearance with, like, the likes of Naito and Omega. This is, this is Jericho against, you know, a guy. And I don't mean a guy yeah. when I call Ishi, or Evil a guy, but I mean, like, you know, not in there to specifically get in there with a main eventer type guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought everything he did was great. I I liked I really liked the match. I really got into it. Um a cool finish too. You know, and they they, they made Throwback evil finish. And he, evil look good. Evil look good, you know. So the I don't know. I I thought it was well. I thought that the final stretch of matches did a really good job for the last 5 to be fair too. Um Yeah. That that you know, STO through the table. Uh, barely through the table. Um, that that Jericho ate that was pretty damn cool. I don't know. I don't know if it was just because I was still on the high of of uh, Ishi and and Suzuki, uh, and, <laughs> and even Naito and and Saber. I I have watched Jericho Evil a few times, you know, again since then. But I don't know for some reason it just seemed like something was missing. But I think it was more so because I knew again this was more of a transitional match to lead into January 4th. So I guess yeah. that's why, you know, maybe, you know, when I watch it again before the end of the year, uh, definitely put that out of my, that bias out of my mind. But I, I don't know. I just want a little something more. No, that's, that's a good way. I mean, that's, that's a perfect way to look at it. Cause you knew evil wasn't going to win. This was a match to further Naito Jericho. Yes. You know, I, I think that's part of the reason, you know, with the, even the match before it, that took me a little bit out is I knew Zack Sabre wasn't going to beat Naito again because Naito's you know Naito needed to get that victory before Wrestle Kingdom so um was it it was I'm still mad that Will Ospreay got hurt because I'm telling you Osprey Abushi would have happened oh. I think Wrestle Kingdom um because now they're teasing did did you see they that uh they asked Kota Abushi about getting a never title shot at Wrestle Kingdom and he said what's that? I don't even know what that that title is. <laughs> or, you know, he's like he's like I fight for real titles. I don't I don't want to I don't I don't want to talk about it. I was like oh dang. My God. 
Okay. <laughs> Cold bloody. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, fun, fun show for New Japan uh, Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom coming around. I thought this was a so. good show. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I said last week, this was a show I watched from beginning to end. I usually skip like the first four matches, but I thought this was a hell of a good match. I'm loving. Um, well, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, what did I call last week? The the Ligadors, the Ligadors, um, TL <laughs> Liger. Oh. Volador Jr. and Soberano Jr. Yeah, no, but but you know the, the what, what did I call them? The Ligerdors, you know, since it's Liger and all these uh, Hispanic wrestlers during that match. Anywho, um, Jushin Thunder Liger has had a fantastic 2018. People, I don't know me especially, but I've grown a, an appreciation of what he has done. Yes, I got to see him in May. In person, Ryan, in Chicago, which was an amazing thing. But kind of just going and watching these tag matches lately and even, you know, the the Junior Tag League, I'm I'm loving what Liger's doing. I'm loving Tiger Mask. Uh, You know, 30 years, God bless. Uh, You know, keep that train going because he's looking damn good. It was a a fun (laughs) opener um, to kind of start the event. But no, top from top to bottom, you know, m- minus the open weight title match again, Goto didn't need to sell for 15 minutes um, or, or 12 was, minutes, I should say. Somebody gave him a Xanax and he passed out is what happened. <laughs> or or that's what would happen to me if I was in a wrestling match. If I was wrestled as much as these guys do, I would probably be comfortable enough where I would just fall asleep in the ring with my narcolepsy. That was my... I, it was... I wish I had that piece of paper in front of me that said like my it was like ninety eight point six jolts an hour that I have or like like so, some crazy number of like of things that happen every they like uh you know like t- or times you're times you're woken up or out of your sleep was like ninety eight times in an, like an hour or something oh my god or, or like a or in like a two hour period or something. <laughs> so I I very well might have been in the ring and Taichi's in there singing and stuff, and I might have fallen asleep too. So I mean, I guess I understand what Kodo was going through. No, I think it's plus eight canceled at the uh, at the club Goto goes to after each event. <laughs> so he was like, "Well, I got nothing else to do. Might as well sell." <laughs> All right, Taichi, do your worst. I'm putting it over. <laughs> It was like it was like Michaels and Hogan at SummerSlam, just overkill. <laughs> um, so New Japan's got some fun stuff. Um, obviously, like we said, we'll, we'll we'll get to the rest of Japan hopefully in the next couple of days here when we talk. Well, finally, I'm 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 dying. I've never been more dying for Alex to watch a wrestling show because of something I want him to see so bad than this. Oh this man, DDT is show. it Doink so the Clown? We'll get Japan style. That'd be crazy as hell if it was. Um, <laughs> but let's let's get into this progress show. Um, you know, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I thought the matches were good. Definitely, to me, wasn't as good as Hello Wembley. And my match. No, I mean, were- to be fair, that's like a big show for them, obviously, with with that card. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was like a in your house type of a show. 
And that's a good way to look at it because, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was two really good matches, uh, two that I went over four and a half on. Four and a half on one and four Ooh. and three quarters on another. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's, that, that already makes it a hell of a show. Um, but I went two and three quarters on the opener. Timothy Thatcher defeats William Ever. I have no idea who this William Ever cat was. Uh, but He's a good character. It, yeah, he was. It was like a was he like it was like a Bray Wyatt type thing he was doing. I think so. I I think it was just more so like hey, apparently I've been out for like three years because I broke shattered my leg in this exact same bar that they were wrestling at, and <laughs> you know, kind of like, I like the historical nature of it. Uh, but Timothy Thatcher's the dude. Yeah, I love that guy. It's like if I'm in that kind of a wrestling mood, I'm going, you know, I'm going, this will be match of the night. But if I'm not in that mindset, I just, yeah. you know, I go, yeah, it's a great, you know, it's a great match. It was, you know, it's a, it's a guy who's, who's a stud, you know, Timothy, he's perfectly sound and solid in everything he does. And I think mm-hmm. just the day I chose to watch this, I, it, it, I wasn't in full, you know, full Tim Thatcher mode, like I bet, like I am at, like when he wrestled yeah. Tony Storm at the Beyond Show, I was like, yeah, Timothy Thatcher is going to be tight <laughs> because because Tony Storm can sell her ass off, so this is a perfect combination, and it was. Um, but you know, nonetheless, fun opener. Uh, Timothy mm-hmm. Thatcher gets the victory. Um, you know, anything else you got on the match? Uh, no, I mean, granted, uh, William Ever talks as much as I do uh, during that opener, but um, no, otherwise, you know, I, I thought this was a good showcase. I mean, in this, you expected uh, the thrashing that one Thatcher could deliver, and uh, I don't know, to me, I, I know how much you love uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson back in the New Japan days. For some reason, yep. Timothy Thatcher is steadily becoming... Uh, my my Carl Anderson for some reason. That's I don't awesome. know. I just feel like this guy's like I'm gonna watch everything this guy's ever done and will continue to do. He just has it there where I'm just like anything. I'm there. Well, and I mean to be fair, this guy'll kill you. I mean if you, <laughs> if, if, I mean imagine this guy's in a you're you're walking down a back alley and he's standing there with his shirt off, holding up his. Timothy Thatcher ring comp towel over his head, just growling at you. I'm running the other way. I'm not messing with that dude. Are you kidding me? Like this dude is such a badass that he has Walter's respect. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) well, and by the way, I was looking at the, the, the matches for the, for the Bola. I don't know if you saw on the, this, this year's Bola. I have not looked at anything for the Bola because next uh, weekend I am there at your so place watching first the Bola. Round, first round is Walter versus Timothy Thatcher. What? And Shingo, why would you pitch Ring Kampf against each other right away? No <laughs> And fan. then Shingo against Ilya Dragunov. Wow. Shingo. And, and the first night main event is... Shingo and Dragunov against Ring Comp. <laughs> I was like, take my bleeping money right now. <laughs> Do they sell that on Blu-ray? Because I'm going to buy my own copy. Yeah, that, all three of that. I, I, I got all three nights uh, on Blu-ray. I, I said, okay, well, I can't. Now I'm like, I, I'm like, 
like a drug addict wanting to open them, but I'm like, I will not open these until Alex. Oh man. So I'm like, like you know, I'm like, ah, maybe if I just slide my, get that little fix where I could just put my fingernail through the plastic for a second. No, no, <laughs> I just told uh, my lady earlier before show. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm I'm leaving right after work on Saturday because it was like a her family Thanksgiving. I was like, I'm leaving right after work because I got Ebola to watch. She's like Ebola, what? I was like, no, it's, <laughs> it's Battle of Los Angeles. It's like a three day wrestling tournament. I'm just going to be eating Portillo's and watching wrestling with Ryan and Sydney, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Cause she's like, oh, Portillo okay. It's like like four down minutes from here. Yeah, you just take a, take a left, and you go down about three stoplights in Portillo. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? So uh, next we had Isla Dawn and Millie McKenzie. I went two and a yeah. half. I thought it was a fun little match. I just I was pissed when they, they started going. And then Correct. we got the from the House of Couture, and I'm like, damn it. And, you know, it is it, what it is. It made me mad. It, it sucks because, like you said, it was just like turning up. We're like, oh, man, okay. You know, obviously the first four minutes they're playing to the crowd. And, you know, the final two, because the crowd is in love with the, both of these, you know, awesome wrestlers as well as they should. I think I've seen Isla Dawn before. I believe she was in that NXT UK, maybe? Um, yeah, she but, was in uh, the match with Tony Storm and Killer Kelly. Okay, and that okay. It was supposed to be a four-way, but Ginny got hurt. Ginny. Um, but, like, I was just like, okay, she's got it. She's got that charisma. The crowd's obviously for her. But Millie McKenzie, that's your underdog. That's your Daniel Bryan pre-Tuesday. That's your yes, yes, yes. That's money 100% wherever she will wrestle and wrestle. She shall. Um, I again, she's one where I'm like, I cannot wait to see how her career progresses. Um, but no, this was a fun <laughs> match. Like you said, the double DQ or the DQ gimmick was, was really lame. Um, so for that, yes, but it gets me excited for future prospected matches. Cause man, they started throwing half, half Nelson Germans at each other. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And then all of a sudden it was just don't run in. It was like, damn it. And and the run in was then had the other two members of House of Couture run in to like fight with Ginny and um oh with the, the I can't remember the dang girl's name that turned last on uh, seventy six. Oh. Um Giamato. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. Um but uh I'm like, dang, this this turned into like a mini House of Couture feud builder and took kind of away from the Don McKenzie match, too. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so like, again, it was something transitional. A, yeah, you, you could have had a segment to, to spark this House of Couture feud and not use the match that was enjoyable where those two kind of were the, la- the afterthought, essentially, of the match. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, also, fun fact, um, as I just said, I was like, wow, I cannot wait to follow Millie McKenzie's career. Apparently, it's just beginning because she's only 18 years old. Jeez. And she's already been wrestling for, for years. Those Europeans, <laughs> well, man. They know something. I'm excited. <laughs> that's That's... <laughs> Great news to hear that we're gonna get a lot more. That's she's like I didn't ninety percent there. She's the Okada of progress or or you know European women's wrestling. 
Let's just I be did, real. She just has something. Yeah, and, and you could tell just by her demeanor too when she's in the ring. Like it's yeah. and once again, you know, the more the more we talk about it, the more mad I am that they botched or squashed the, the, the finish. Because it's like, damn it, was it this is really a Monday Night Raw-esque type of match where I was just like, like you say, you're, you're like, okay, you're rev- they're revving it up, and then Ginny just coming out. Ugh. Yeah, it's like, why are you... Mm, anyway, um, <laughs> I the next match I, I, I really enjoyed. I went three and a oh. half. I thought it was entertaining. Trent Seven defeats Gino Gambino. But I am a fan. He is, he is the MCW Melbourne Championship Wrestling Champion. Uh, he's also in Bullet Club, for those that <laughs> don't know. Um, but he's a he's a good he's a good hand. I, I this was a comedy match that won me over because it was it wasn't just based around the whole comedy mm-hmm. and strictly comedy, but they worked and everything all these like jokes and ploys that he did were building towards moves. And, oh. you know, when he's trying to run and he's too tired, but he keeps going and he keeps going. And, then, and you know, some of the, the interaction between the two was really good. It was a fun match. Really fun. It was match. a match that should have lasted two minutes or under, but proceeded to be a 50. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming at least over 10, but a 15-minute match, I think everybody that who doesn't like comedy wrestling should watch right away because they will snap that right out of your mind frame. Like you said, won you over. Because when this guy came out, I was like, oh, I've heard of him. I don't think I've seen him. He's doing the Rocco Rock impression very well. I get it. Okay, he's a bigger <laughs> guy. It's not going to be that much. You know, Trend 7, this, this, this could be fun. It could be funny. I was a little annoyed after minute, you know, two. And I was like, huh. And, you know, I'm on the treadmill, the irony of all that, um, as I'm watching it. And I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. And then by about minute eight, I was fully invested where I said, I don't want this match to end. Both these guys, Trent Seven, hell, the the end to the match was, I I would say, wonderful. I don't want to say it. But how, how they essentially, ah, it was just perfect for just how they let up because they beat the living bleep out of each other. And again, this match had no reason to be as good as it was. Um, and, and again, for any, you know, haters on, on comedy matches or a Gino Gambino, if you will, watch this. This will change your mind. Um, I, I'm all for this Atlas Championship. I love the open challenge hook to this. Um, Trent Seven, I'm I'm finally watching him more as I haven't, you know, the other Mustache Mountain uh, mates that he has. But uh, I, I am definitely appreciating him and understanding his lore uh, across the pond. Yeah, it's it was it was fun. It was it was a good match. They they did all the right things that you want. And one thing too that I really like too that that helps make a good comedy match that, you know, a lot of people try to do the comedy, but if you, if you don't interact with your fans and there's Mm -hmm. those two guys were so vocal and so loud with the way that they talked to each other, the whole, you know, the crowd heard it all and the crowd laughed with them. And, you know, the crowd's like, ha 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 ha, that's funny. Ah, that's what they're (laughs) saying to each other, you know? And, and they, they 
brought you along on the ride. And I think that's why it went so well for me too. And, and Trent seven too, I, I didn't think he would, I don't know when, when Gambino came down, I was like, I don't know if these guys can work each other, but like I said, after a few moments and you know, the, the feeling from the crowd, as you just stated, it just made their chemistry just uh, be so, so equal there that night. And, and like I said, this was a must-see match, I would say, from, from this show. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, speaking of must-see, my yeah. second favorite match of the night, one of my, this, is, this is one of the best tag matches you'll see all year. Uh, Aussie Open, uh, the 198, the Grizzled Young Vets. Wow, is this good. Aussie Open is tremendous. As you say, they rule with a Z, um, which which is the truth. Um, I bought a fidget spinner the other day, by the way, just because I appreciate the Aussie Open. <laughs> you know, it, it, there's a, there's a spot where um where where they they're they're in Grizzled Young Vets got them both, you know, in a spot to <laughs> tap, and and they proceed to you know Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher proceed to grab each other's arm and like motivate each other to not tap out. And at that point I'm going, Oh yeah, here we go. And then, and Zach Gibson's such a douchebag that he's yelling at him. And it was, it was that, that was the moment where I went, okay, this match just went from good to great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it made me, go from where I was sitting back in my chair to leaning on my desk watching. I went, okay, I'm in now. These guys are given, given everything, you know, and then flash Morgan Webster and, and, and uh, wild boar get in there and break things up after a while. And, and the, the, the falsies, the false finishes. And you know, the, the, when, when the ref got pulled and, and he's pissed and they're like, look, man, we had to do it. What do you want from us? Like, and the referee gives him that if this wasn't a title match type thing and gets back in the ring. I mean, oh, it was good. It was such a good match. I, I went four and a half. It was tremendous. Um, you said it better than I could ever. Uh, these three teams, again, are, are far superior than what they have kind of going. I, I would say kind of maybe anywhere. I mean, New Japan, yes, it seems like they're better with the heavyweights, you know, this year comparable to last year. Uh, but these three teams, hell, even the, uh, what was it, an eight-man plundered tag match um, at a Hello Wembley just showcased great talent. Grizzly Young veterans, like you said, Zach Gibson, kind of watching him from the uh, last year uh, spring break type, you know, weekend shows that they had during Mania Weekend when they showcased him. And, of course, during the NXT UK, um, I, I am a fan of this guy. He, again, um, can, can work the crowd. He could be the ass. Um, but he could also be, you know, work in, in, into the crowd favorite as well. Uh, but off the open, man, they they are just exciting. Um, they, they are strong when you, you wouldn't think they would be. If that makes sense, you kind of look at them. And, and Mark Andrews is, is very, very awesome. And Not Mark Andrews, sorry. Um, his name some the, the Australian guy who won the NXT UK gimmick uh, is very awesome. Um, and uh, this, this was just a fun match. Go watch, like you said, second best of the night. I I was uh, I was a fan, and you know it it, it just 
I'm I'm so into Fletcher and Davis. These guys are they're they're the epitome of baby faces. They're they're what you want for a great baby face team, and that's yeah. what makes you really happy out of this. Um, yeah, you know, they have, they have a, a tough title defense. I I it's got to drop pretty soon because Progress seventy eight was um was last Sunday. Ooh man, we're gonna have like five shows to watch. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Alex is finally gonna watch DDT. I, I I wish I could put a restriction on your WWE network and your progress where you can't watch NXT or Progress until you watch DDT. Or it's one of those things where you have man. to get through it. It's like sorry, uh, bro. It's like shocking it's, it's... my uh... <clears throat> <laughs> But they, you know, they they got a they got a, they got another defense on the next show, so that's that's going to be really exciting. Um, and we'll, we can, we'll kind of I'll break down the card for you too, Alex, here in in a minute. Um, but next up, you know, two losses in a row now on yeah. on, on these shows. Uh, they and they put that over, which I thought was was a good touch that they, you know, hey, he's lost two in a row now. But we saw uh, Paul Robinson defeats Mark Andrews. Um, I went three stars. Paul Robinson a little over the top for me sometimes with his middle fingers and his swearing, but mm-hmm. I mean I I get that's his character. Um, but Mark Andrews, I'm 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 really getting intrigued to see what they're going to do with this character, um, with this whole you know losing streak. And you know to be fair, I got so into this character watching this that I went back and. Um, uh, which what do you call it? Uh, uh, Progress Ten. I watched it, and by God, watch the final twenty minutes of Progress. Yeah, I, Alex. That, yeah. <laughs> I just I knew about what happened from from that interview with uh, Suit Williams, but actually watching it and hearing the crowd and the emotion and how everything's going on, I'm like, oh my God! I I couldn't take I I I don't think I blinked. I mean, it was. It was incredible. So go back and check that out, guys. But uh, what did you think, Paul Robinson, Mark Andrews? Um, I, I agree with you know Robinson can be a little over the top, you know, too uh, too hardcore for his own good, if you will. Um, you know, with the Mark Andrews thing, hey, if it gets him to to get a little darker, and we don't have to listen to a 2003 Simple Plan uh, play him out uh, <laughs> show after show, maybe get into you know maybe the used. Or, you know, maybe one of those emo-esque type bands of the 29 era. Uh, but no, I, I thought this was a good match. I honestly thought Andrews had it in, in the bag, uh, but that curb stomp uh, with the uh, with the pretty instant victory, which I, I didn't expect as well, um, was, was a, a little nice finish. Um, didn't uh, Eddie Dennis also come out prior to the match? So I kind of liked the little bookend with Dennis and Andrews and, and you know, how they're both, you know, kind of going into their own different uh er- avenues i should say uh but no this was a a fun little match um a, a good uh filler before the uh, number one contendership uh three-way yeah crowd was crowd was uh behind the whole you know yeah. dennis coming out like i mean he was pissed he's like how do i win and i'm not even on the show he's like this <laughs> is the kind of crap that i have to deal with in this car and i i liked it i thought they did a good job mm-hmm. nice little story they told um and it, and it worked too, and it made me happy because I, like I said to you, is is you know, is, are we going to get an Eddie Dennis run in at some point on this show? 
and is he going to ruin a match? And no, he just came out and they gave him the stick. And it was, you know, he, he cut the promo how he quit his job. And I mean, he delivered it well. And it, it, it was a great segment. It was a great segment. Um, then we see Mark Haskins defeats Chris Brooks and Jimmy Havoc. I went three and a quarter. I really wanted to get into this match even more. But some, I don't know, it, it, it's kind of like what you said with Evil and Jericho. I just couldn't get into it. Like it was a Agreed. good match, but I just I couldn't I couldn't get in. Like I couldn't drive my head through this the, the match. I was just more confused on, like we mentioned, Eddie Dennis. He won a number one contendership match against Andrews with that awesome TLC match at Hello Rendy Wembley. But like with Haskins winning. How does he, you know, who who gets the first number one contender? Is there a unification number one contender match? I don't know. Maybe they mentioned that in uh, Chapter 78 here. But, um, no, I I have no idea. This this was a, a fun match. I don't know if it was just because what I was doing at the moment, I didn't pay too much attention to it. Um, I honestly thought Mark Haskins for the longest time, Ryan, uh, was the principal from Saved by the Bell. I was like, oh, I know Belding kind of likes you know, the wrestling scene. I was like, but that's interesting. Um, and then I would see his name more and more, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, oh, not Dennis Haskins, this guy. <laughs> um, that was more of the revelation I got than the actual match itself. Um, but Jimmy F and Havoc, boy, uh, that guy is awesome to watch. And also, why are we all the same height as these guys? Or I should say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, fun match, but maybe I'll uh, check it down uh, the line later. But uh, yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see who the true or the first number one contender is. And maybe it's one of those things where Eddie Dennis just gets to pick what he wants his title shot too. Okay. Maybe I, I, you know, I don't quote me on that, but I don't You're know. You're going to cash the invisible briefcase? Hell yeah. I'm like, right here in my hand is the briefcase. That was my <laughs> British accent. Sorry. Um, you know, it, I will say Mark Haskins promo at the end of that show though, or at the end of that match, that got me going a little mm-hmm. bit. I was like, okay, yeah. he's got some momentum. We'll see where it goes. Um, but that leads us to our main event. I went four and three quarters. I almost went the full five again. Walter uh, defeats Zack Sabre Jr. This was one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen. I, 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 caramba. I, what, what he was doing to Zack Sabre's body was yeah. just, I mean, there was points where you look at Zack Sabre and he was, he looked like he didn't know where he was. <laughs> I mean, and and he 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 hits Walter. Walter gets pissed, lays him across the top turnbuckle, and just down chops him, and he falls to the floor. I'm like, God! And Saber's giving it right back to him, and they're. I mean, you know, Goto, this is what you watch to learn to sell. Because um, every hit, hell, when Walter would even look in his direction, I felt for him. I gasped so many. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get it here." Um, no, this, <laughs> I gave this match maybe about I, w- I would say seven stars. I think maybe seven and a quarter. 
um, because of the brutality. Kind of like Ishii and Suzuki, because this match had a, you know, a Lesnar versus the E the last three years type of vibe. It's like, oh, he's just going to brutally beat him as Zack Sabre Jr., you know, as Sabre Jr. is trying to get him in any and all submission tactics. But Walter just seemed like, you know, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you will, uh, just kind of coming back and back for more and more to dish out punishment. And give it to Zack Sabre Jr., man. Uh, again, a candidate for wrestler of 2018 because he he was not down and out, even though he should have been maybe 20 minutes into the match. But um, no, it was it was just great. Uh, I again, this is a match I've watched a few times, and just seeing Zack Saber's face every, after every chop, after you know he would fall into the ropes or down onto the turnbuckle or on the outside, this was just a a awesome. Awesome beatdown, but uh, Zack Sabre Jr. definitely had some life into him. Um, but the most interesting thing, but I thought also cool, was how he, they didn't show his entrance. They showed a really cool uh, video package of uh, his progress stuff. So I thought that was kind of a nice little history lesson for those like myself who was not aware of his matches in progress. But a fantastic, yeah, fantastic match. Check this he out. Worked, yeah. He was in there. He won the Super 16 tournament, and he was supposed to have the his title match was supposed to be yep. at Hello Wembley, um, but with Thanks the New Japan Hello. commitment. <laughs> um, you know, awesome match with Keith Lee in that tournament. By the way, for people who haven't seen it, same with that uh, Chris Hero. Awesome match with Chris Hero or Cassius Ono, excuse me. But um, it was God. It was good. It was really good. And Walter right now has got to be one of the the most dangerous man in wrestling. He's the biggest badass, and he just... I... He's the guy that that you show, you know, hey, hey, you think wrestling's fake? Well, let me show you Walter. And then you tell me how fake this is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause and just, it's funny because Walter, when you see him, you're like, oh, who's this big doofus? And then mm-hmm. he can, like, just move so gracefully and then run you like a Mack truck. I know you don't want to see this. I don't think anybody wants to see this, but I kind of do. The way we're, if we would have got Braun Strowman eight months, like eight months ago, Braun Strowman versus, or no, let's say a year from ago, uh, or a year ago, Braun Strowman and a Walter of today, that is a big damn, uh, or a damn good big man match. Uh, but Walter is just insanely gifted. Um, I don't even know what even his best match that I've seen uh, this year um, because there's been so many. But I will yeah. throw that question to you. Walter Zack Sabre Jr. or Walter Tyler Bate from Hello Wembley? Walter Tyler Bate. I, I went the full five on it. You didn't and go I think the it's five? A, it, yeah, I, went, I, I think that match... Bate Walter might be my match of the year right now. Just because Bate was more believable as a possible victor. Well, I I thought he had a I I yeah I I, I will say that yeah I at no point did I think Zack Saber was going to win, even though Zack Saber was probably poised to make you think that by winning that tournament. But yep. there was just something about that match with Tyler Bate where. You know, all the punishment he took, he still kept coming back, and Walter kept going forward. And 
I mean, those two guys wrestled like they were, it was the last match they were ever going to wrestle. The, I mean, yeah. the effort, the effort was unreal. I mean, Walter gets off the apron and starts playing the violin on his belt to, to his music. <laughs> he's so uh, He shakes Bates hand and thank you. I mean, they knew that, that what they did was something special and mm-hmm. I, I really got to evaluate stuff, but I, I mean, it might win my match of the year. I really might. It's right there. Um, I agree. I agree. That that was a, a damn good match. But speaking of damn good, WXW again. Broken Rules 18 this weekend. A few matches that might have caught your interest. Uh, Melanie Gray, Tony Storm. Um, okay. The, the uh, Walter and Timothy Thatcher. So ring comp kind of going against each other. And then That's apparently cool. there's two World Wrestling Championship matches um, where they're going to have uh, the winner of these uh, both of these matches to, to unify the World Wrestling Championship. The first match, the champion, Absolute Andy, will face Bobby Guns. Have no idea who these people are. Your thoughts? Absolute Andy's pretty good. Uh, Bobby Guns, I, I think I maybe have seen once. Um, but Absolute Andy was – he was – one of the, the big names in the, the feud going with uh, Walter and Dragunov and, and those, those types when, especially when Dragunov made his return on that video I showed you with the, with the crowd. Oh, yeah. um, Absolute Andy, I believe was the guy fighting Walter that show. And the other unification uh, match, PCO, Russell Cass favorite PCO. Yeah. Okay. Ilya. Dragunov. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's tight. So stay tuned because we might be watching this because they do have a streaming channel. And when Let's I saw that, it sign me up. Wrestling, sign wrestling, up. wrestling. God, I love wrestling. Now is such a good time to be alive with wrestling. There's so much you can watch. And after this, find out why it's a, t- a great time to be a WWE fan yet again. Did I just say that? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Um, real, real quick here, progress seventy-eight, twenty-four hour progress, oh, yeah. people. Um, the show took place last Sunday, so we should be getting it soon. Uh, Eddie Dennis versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, that should be a good win for Dennis, I'm sure. Uh, Isla Dawn on the show again, taking on Lana Austin. I don't believe I've seen her. Uh, Chris Ridgeway taking on Jordan Devlin. Devlin looks uh, looks really good since he came back from his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, David Starr taking on Ilya Dragunov. That should be a Ooh. fun little match. And then uh, Aussie Open defend the tag titles against the Calamari Thatch Kings, Chris Brooks and Timothy Thatcher. That should be an Ooh. awesome match. Trent Seven's Open Challenge was answered by one and only Zach Gibson, so that should be fun. Oh, oh, oh that's going to be great. <laughs> and Walter uh, oh, yeah. defending the world title against Mark Haskins. Oh, so that answers that question. Yeah. That's going to be a fun little show. Yeah. Um, before we go fully into WWE, uh, real quick, do you want to – let's just talk this card here. Um, that way we can give WWE a good half hour, uh, which is more than we usually give them. Um, tonight, uh, starting in an hour. Uh, oh, yeah. Game Changer <laughs> Wrestling uh, and Joey Janela – the LF or the LA Confidential Show. Twenty-five uh, percent of the proceeds of all the pay-per-views are going to Janela's horrific uh, knee injury and and that. So that's kind of nice. 
Um, but we, we got a... They, they were... Um, I thought also part of the proceeds were going to the uh, the shooting. Oh, yeah, that's what well it was. The, um... Yeah, 25% of the pay-per-view revenue goes to the families of the victims from the Thousand Oaks shooting. That's what it was. I, I, I read Janella's I name with the 25, so I assumed it was the two. Um, Ventura County Communication uh, Community Foundation, you can also donate more. Uh, visit yeah. vccf.org. Uh, on your web browser, if you'd like to uh, check out that cause. So that's how cool. big of a pop is he gonna get when he walks out? By the way, or oh, man, cusses out. No, no walking I, for him. You know, this is scary too. You know, it's 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 a bad injury. It's it. You know, this is like one of those Teddy Bridgewater ones where it's like the whole uh, thing. So who knows what'll uh, happen uh, with him? Um, but we get um, great Sasuke. Taking on the amazing red. Which I hear I this is a little like, dream match in a way. What, what are your thoughts on on this match? Uh, I mean, you you know I, how hard I marked for Sasuke at uh, yep. Spring Break, um, but Amazing Red man, he was one of the my favorite things when I would watch the old TNA uh, weekly shows. It's like, oh, I hope Red's on tonight. Oh, I hope Red's on tonight. Him and him and uh, the Maximo is a Spanish announced team. Against Loki, Chris Daniels, and Elix Skipper, Triple uh, X versus SATs is still one of my favorite six-man tags I've ever seen in my life. It was like, it was right when they started Sports Entertainment Extreme, and God, that match was so good. Uh, the finish was Loki did the Key Crusher, which for those that don't know the Key Crusher, it's basically a fisherman suplex, but instead of falling backwards like the suplex, um, he turns it into like a kind of like a Michinoku driver while cradling the head and the leg at the same time. And he uh, did that to amazing right off the top rope. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, well, I've seen everything. Thanks. Thanks for watching. <laughs> He's dead. Um, <laughs> we also get uh, DJ's DJZ taking on facade facade. Uh, people might know him from ROH TV as of late. He's the guy with the spray paint, the, the blonde hair. Um, uh, Penelope Ford taking on Marco Stunt. That should be kind of interesting. Uh, we saw Penelope Ford fight uh, all ego uh, Ethan Page last time. So Ford versus Stunt. Uh, Brody King, who's like the reincarnated uh, bruiser Brody, who had a hell of a match with PCO uh, a couple weeks ago where PCO did a flipping senton off of the the balcony where the crowd sits through a table on Brody King only to miss the table, get up like nothing happened and then win the match. <laughs> so uh, Brody King is a brawler to say the least. He'll be taking on hardcore Holly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who, and then when we kind of, could that be the, the stiffest match of the year or the most dangerous match? of the year? <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's once again, more, um, more, I have no idea what, what what's going to happen when we watch this show. It, literally, Penelope Ford, Marco Stunt's going to be wild because you know Penelope Ford is is not terrible, and Marco Stunt is is a spectacle to see just because of his his physical ability. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly Brody King's going to be violent. Sasuke Red could be awful. It could be amazing, but then 
Nick Gage defending the Game Changer Wrestling title against David Arquette. I, I just, I have no idea what we're going to get here. <laughs> it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be a fun card. I mean, I kudos to uh, GCW uh, and, again, the bad boy, uh, Joey Janela. Get well soon. Um, or just get well. Um, yeah. No, th- this is just going to be a – is Chase Owens really on this card? I don't know. It, well, let me um, – Because I see Human Tornado versus Penelope Ford, Chase Owens versus Delilah Doom versus Eli Everfly – Versus Facade, Jimmy Lloyd, uh, Jungle Boy versus Tony Deppin. Yeah, but I don't see Marco Stunt, which, yeah, I thought it was a Marco Stunt versus someone else, not Penelope Ford. So that's what I was like, oh. huh. So maybe the Fight TV app is wrong. Joey Janela, LA Confidential. Hmm. Let's see. Let me. Emerging West Coast indie star Jungle Boy added to the LA Confidential. Um, let me see if I can. Let me. See. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the Fight TV hasn't uh, updated. Hey, you remember when we did uh, WrestleCast Radio at Warrior Wrestling uh, out in the great Chicago Heights area? Which also, they got a fantastic card starting up. Oh, yeah, it's a Marco Stump versus DJZ. I was like, I know who he's facing. But, yeah, it's him versus DJZ. Jungle Boy versus Tony Deppin. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Kikatoru, Facade, Chase Owens. Eli Everfly and Delilah Doom uh, yep. and Penelope Ford versus Human Tornado. Oh man, Human Tornado, he is known to smack a bitch. Um, really? Oh yeah. He is he 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 used to be uh he called like like a powder in his hand and smack his his woman who was his manager. Really? Even in 2018, huh? Well, this was this was like early pro wrestling gorilla like 2000 like I don't know 5 or whatever. <laughs> He would. Have you ever seen Human Tornado? I have not. So he was he, not what I was expecting to look like. He looks young <laughs> as F, though, too. So Human Tornado, two probably two of the most known things that random people who haven't seen him wrestle are known for is he wrestled Scorpio Sky when Scorpio Sky used to wear a mask. Okay. And Human Tornado always dances like he does. He'll do like a Michael Jackson leg kick and then do like a spin and then kick you in the nuts. And like do things like that, and him and Scorpio Sky locked arms, and had like fake knives, and all of a sudden the uh, beat it started playing, and they were doing the whole dance with the <laughs> arms and the knives during the middle of the match. So that was pretty entertaining. Uh, he also um, slam dunked a basketball, and then on the way down, a delivered a hurricane rana to Matt Seidel um, in a gym, which was pretty awesome. Is it crazy that what that my God I I cannot wait to watch this match now Penelope I'd, Ford Austin I'd be more excited a match though I'm I'm pretty excited for is because uh, I it blew me away um, Ethan Page as we have said in the past is uh, definitely an awesome old school type of wrestler but he's facing D'Lo Brown that's gonna be damn cool and it's for Ethan's soul. Wait, what, what the hell? Oh my God, the battle! This show is gonna kick ass. It is. <laughs> it really is. We got Fatu uh, battling KTB. Like it's good. The Samoan Werewolf is that guy's name, by the way. Uh, I, oh, I'm all for this. My God, there is 
there's like 17 different cards that we've seen floating around now. And all of them are tight. Whatever, whatever ends up happening, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm pumped this, for this show. I really am. <laughs> this is, man. Ah, okay. Does it, because I'm trying to look at the, yeah. Just think, Maybe, if, if you were curious, wouldn't you say, hey, I'll get a hotel. I'm going to stay until you fly back. Because I'm going to try to sneak into L.A. Confidential. Yeah. Or say, hey, I'm a worker. Let me just come in the back. I love the picture of David Arquette with Nick Gage. Oh, man, this is going to be tight. This Remember he came up tight. and shook my hand, David Arquette? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that one, he's like, don't, don't encourage him. Yeah. That was that was when I hit uh when I hit uh Rich Swan with the Ronin baby and he was like, Ah yeah, Ronin baby <laughs> That was my there's my mark on. Um guys, Joyce, you know we'll, so I don't know, hopefully we can get a show out to you before I head back to the boonies. Um and we can talk Janella and we'll talk uh DDT for you and maybe progress, who knows? And then do a just a straight WWE show uh also next week. But uh Let's let's give them let's give them the time they deserve. We'll close out with the E. The Specky Lynch thing, man. I'm telling you, is yeah. I was just gonna say that was that her stone cold moment. It was. When I watched that, I had my arms crossed, my jaw was dropped, and I said, "Okay, don't bleep this up." Because right now, this is the best thing, not only that they have going, but it's just, it's so exciting. It's a very 1999, not 98, it's very 199-era of what happened on Monday and Tuesday nights. And it's got a fresh feeling, and by God, the Sunday, I'm, I, I'm, talk me off the ledge, Ryan, that's all I gotta say, talk me off the ledge. Uh, well, I... I uh... I think my only the only downfall, but I think ter- my term might have turned into a positive, is the fact that we're not getting this match now. You know, she's hurt, and we're not getting Becky Rousey because that was the most anticipated match on the show for me. Now, to that be she fair, built on social media, by the way, and on Tuesday when she was talking guff, what two weeks before, you know, mm-hmm. when this match has only been announced for like two and a half weeks. And so, and, and then she she killed it, like you said. Raw closing out the SmackDown Women's. Are, are we doing break or no? No, no, no break. Raw gonna... SmackDown Women's roster invade Raw because they are closing out the show, which I was intrigued because I'm like, okay, are they going to do an invasion angle like they just did last year or six months ago? Whatever, it'll be fine, but. When they went to the back, cut to the back in the dressing room, and you got Becky Lynch having Rousey into this armor, I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And then the SmackDown women just attacking the Raw women's roster, uh, beating them mercilessly, and then Rousey coming out to a pop where I was just like, what is happening? And then for her to all of a sudden come up on screen and she has a crimson mask and kind of, you know, coming from her nose down 
it's just kind of all over you're like oh crap she just got busted open and then for her to wear it like a badge of honor or as the man likes to say irish war paint <laughs> i was like that's your austin 316 moment because she's with the crowd she's with the people and she said yeah come at me i'll see you sunday and that right there is she did that shit on her own, and right now she is probably the best thing in professional wrestling. I, I w- was a little nervous at first. I mean, obviously, you know, we we knew it was probably bad, but like, you know, I, I saw her in the ring laying on the ground. And I'm like, why is she on the ground? And I saw I saw the blood on her arm, and I went, okay, somebody's somebody's bleeding out there. And then when she got up and her eye was like closed, I went, "Oh mm-hmm. no, we yeah. just lost Sunday." And and then I'm going, "Now they're going to bring in the trainer. They're going to stop the angle. They're going to try to get her all patched up and whatnot." And thankfully, they didn't. They just let it go, which made the moment that much better. Because if if you would have suddenly seen her um, when she went to get the chair, and she would have came back and cleaned up. I think that would have took the, took me out of it for a second. Like, damn it, they stopped all the momentum. Yeah. But they didn't. They let it go. Um, the, the I'm glad the the Rousey thing didn't go too long because that was the Rousey interaction was a little awkward. She like, I mean, she she like crumbled Peyton Royce with that with that body shot. I don't think she was ready for that. <laughs> and then she's standing there, and her and Peyton Royce are just having like a face off, and I'm like, oh god, they're lost. Oh boy, they're lost. So she just gave her that awkward lariat. And I'm going, Oh boy. I'm like, somebody needs to get control of this. And then here comes Becky with the chair. And I went, Okay, thank you. You answered my prayer. <laughs> you got control of it. And she's just annihilating her. And then in the background, you see Asuka uh, cripple Ruby Riot with a head kick. I was like, Oh, well, Ruby Riot's dead. She's, she's just been <laughs> murdered. And the whole, like you said, you know, she's standing on the stairs saying, this is my, this is my show now. And I'm like, you have, I, I truly, I truly think after that moment happened, they went, well, depending on her health, do we have her beat Rhonda? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we find out. And I, you, you know, did you watch SmackDown from this last week? I did. Yes. I I was a little taken aback by the 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 promo where she hugged Charlotte after everything that just happened. I was a little pissed off they did no, that. No. No, I thought that was perfect. A good touch because that's just a show of respect. That's a show of you're my fellow horsewoman. We've come up together. We are part of the notion of this woman's evolution into WWE in the last three to four years. I thought that was just a perfect, they just went to war. But as you know, Ryan, we have been to war. We have been to war with other friends and it all comes back to a hug and Hey, go get them. And then everything is fine. So I totally got that part. And I loved how Charlotte just had it stoic and said, I got you. I got this. I'm not only fighting for me. I'm fighting for you and you, and you, and we are going to take her down. This was the rumored WrestleMania 35 main event. Now they have one that's going to be even more 
interesting. That's going to get more media coverage because Rousey is so much better on social media as she's proven since she's become champion. Hell, since Monday night and Tuesday and every day since then, that's the match that will main events in New York at WrestleMania 35 of Rousey and Lynch. And hey, this is not a bad way, a stepping stone, because Charlotte and Rousey, now's the time to step up, Charlotte. Prove the haters wrong. Yeah. This is where you have to lead this match. If the chemistry is there, this could be a damn good barn burner. That's a lame phrase. This is going to be a match that should hopefully tear that roof down at the Staples Center. This is one I cannot wait to see. The pressure, not even pressure, the ball is in Charlotte's court. I hope she succeeds. I hope she's the wrestler I've loved in 2016 and 2017. Doesn't matter heel, doesn't matter face. It's just the pedigree of Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, the PWI number one women's wrestler of the year. My God, buckle buckle up. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I, I hope so. I I agree wholeheartedly too. This is you know this is Charlotte's time to show that she can hang. And yep. you know everybody who has said that hmm, maybe she really was just as good as her dance partner and Sasha. This is her time to shine because whether people want to admit it or say it or not, Nikki Bella had a good match with Ronda Rousey. If okay. Charlotte can't produce what Nikki Bella did you got to start asking some questions because I, I refuse to say that, that Nikki Bell is better than Charlotte, but I don't know. Maybe I get proven wrong. And you know, it could be one of those things where it's oil and water. And I'll, I'll tell you, it definitely took me out of the, it, it, it took me out of survivor series for the fact that I really was looking forward to Becky Rhonda. I was like, man, I'm sure Rhonda's going to win, but now more than ever, they built Becky as a believable person to beat her. And well, you, you know, know what? You got five months of that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I think this match has a great chance to headline the, the, the big, the big show, but here's the only thing that scares me is exactly what you said. I got five months to wait. They still have mm-hmm. five months to build this. And I know if they just let Rhonda and Becky do what they do and plan it out and, you know, let them handle the, you know, let them go. All right, we're going to take care of getting the heat. Just give us the freedom to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I trust it because like you said, Rhonda's shown she can interact and, and play with the big dogs on, on social media and Becky's great on it. And you could tell the two of them have got to be having. Oh, she's superior. Thing. She's superior on, I on, mean, on the Twitter. Becky Lynch's my God. And, and you, you, you know damn well they're both sitting there going, okay, I hope somebody one of somebody says something so I can reply because they're they're probably loving this the fact that they're just mm-hmm. they're being able to just do this and those Twitter you know, fingers are ready. <laughs> I I bet you half the time I wouldn't be shocked if they you know if it was a show like Monday Night Raw they weren't sitting in the back next to each other going ooh tweet this and I'm gonna tweet this or you tweet that <laughs> uh, you know and and, and and it should you know. They, they're in the business to, to get over, and they're doing it. And when they, when they pull the trigger and, and let Becky start bringing up that UFC stuff with her own spin on it, where she really is just driving the needle 
and just digging the nail deeper in about her UFC blunder and losses, we're going to get a pissed off Ronda who's going to do some violent stuff and it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. They just, they, they just got to get us there. And I think, I think they got a good shot to do it. I think, I think we're okay. Um, I have one word that will get us those five months. Cyborg. She even endorsed Becky Lynch uh, after taking (laughs) that that shot there. They were about to murder each other come SummerSlam time. Uh, And and no, when Cyborg tweeted that support, I was like, let's go. She is, uh, and I get the man, I get the argument why people say, well, that's not very, you know, that's why, why say that. But like she, like Becky Lynn stated, it's a phrase of saying, I am the best of this company. We are wholes. We are equals. And I love how she states, I'm the man. It's not because of what's down there in that area. It's because I can run this. I can carry everyone on my back. That is something that she has shown. And again, so excited. Like it gets, just gets me excited. But then I get pissed off when I think of, like you said, why we're not getting this match on Sunday because of that shot, that carelessness that was done by one Nia Jax. And, and you know what's really frustrating, too, is, you know, on Smack or on, on Raw, I think it was, Raw or SmackDown, doesn't matter what, whichever show, like I said, doesn't matter. But they, like, are showing, like, zoomed-in shots of Nia Jax throwing a careless right hand. You're in the mm-hmm. middle of a cluster, and if there's one thing I can tell you of being of, of the minimal wrestling that I've done in my life, when you're in the middle of a cluster and a brawl is going on, you keep your shots close and you keep them tight to yourself so you don't hurt somebody throwing a flailing punch. Exactly. Nia Jax threw a flailing, stupid punch, and... I, I don't know. You know, maybe it's for the best because now we hopefully get it at WrestleMania. So maybe she did us a favor. Regardless, it's it's once again where where I do have issues and I do get frustrated defending WWE is it's it's another person that's been injured in a WWE ring. Yeah. How how many people in this company get hurt? Blows my mind. It it you was know, it was sickening to watch that fan footage because that's how I saw it first. Um, mm-hmm. Was was that fan video, and I I was just so livid because again just the carelessness. I'm I'm not a wrestler, but I understand that's not something that you do when you have four five people around you because you're, the whole point of wrestling guys not entertaining. It's being safe. That's the number one. I would say objective of being a wrestler. Am I right? Yeah. You, I mean, you obviously want to entertain everyone, but yeah, you, you take care of your opponent. Cause if you don't take care of your opponent, nobody's going to want to wrestle you. And the other thing is you protect what you protect your money essentially. And Becky Lynch for the last two months has been the most watchable thing on WWE programming. And especially with, you know, the, I would say the backing of the universe or, you know, even the, the national attention she's been getting as of late, you ride that. She's the one that's bringing asses to the seats, to those house shows, to those SmackDowns where I'm just like, you do anything in your power 
not to mess that up. You know, that's mm-hmm. why, you know, when Austin breaks his neck, you know, with, with Owen Hart, one of the most, you know, not careless workers in the ring, you know, and that happens as, you know, he was just about to explode out of the gate, you know, this only, you know, and then of course we, we see what happens right after that into the dawn of the attitude era. But, you know, maybe like you said, this is Becky's Austin moment. This is her broken neck. Hell, she has a broken face for God's sakes. So kind of in the same area. So, you know, again, everything is just looking up. And what's even awesomer is, you know, we've talked highly of the women's roster, you know, since this evolution has begun. Which, by the way, that Bailey-Sasha match, yuck. Not for them, but just, I should say, yuck for the creative aspect of all of that. But anyways, like, what's crazy is these women are going to headline WrestleMania now. And what's even crazier is these women are going to bring back your, your marks into watching the WWE product. So please, mm-hmm. WWE, don't mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> don't, keep, don't, don't, uh, don't. If you want this. money, because your house shows are going down, your TV's going down. Yeah, you got a billion dollars, but your ratings have only improved because of people from the fallout from Monday. What's going to happen with Becky? What's going to happen with Rousey? It's not what's going to, you know, no one knew styles and Dan or Brian was going to happen. No one wanted to see, you know, is Elias going to come out? And, you know, no one was going to see if the raw men's roster was going to attack the SmackDown's men's roster. It's what are the women going to do? Keep this momentum going guys, because this could be very, very uh, formative and important into where you want to go with how wrestling has been evolving. Do you think it's one of those things too, where they, they miss the ball by not having the, the raw people come out? No, I, I honestly don't think it was needed because they did something much bigger. And I think if, if, if Becky Lynch didn't get hurt, that's what you do. But I think with her getting hurt and her passing that match to Charlotte, which I, I think was still such an awesome moment. I think what they did to that, uh, to end SmackDown on Tuesday was perfect. Even though I don't know, Ryan, did you get a little deja vu as well? Because didn't they do this 365 days ago with, when AJ beat uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, oh, right he, the week yes! before Survivor Good Series. Good call. I didn't even think of that. Good call. So when they Good announced Daniel call. Bryan facing AJ Styles, the first <laughs> thing that popped <laughs> in my head was Daniel Bryan's winning this title. I don't know how, but we're going to get Bryan or Lesnar on Sunday. God, and lo that's and behold, so good. That's so funny. And I don't know if you saw... Um, uh, what what's his name? Um, uh, Randy Orton's tweet when somebody yeah. was like, "Are you mad? You mad? You off of the show?" And he's like, "He's like, you know, the most consistent, you know, whatever he said." And he's like, "And AJ got kicked in the nuts again." Yeah, the most consistent <laughs> thing in WWE programming all year, and it involved AJ Styles getting kicked, getting a Rochambeau'd uh, all year long. <laughs> A nice little shot by Orton, but yeah. I don't know. I I don't 
I guess some somebody said something like Daniel Bryan's been pitching to go heel for a while, and now they they're talking they might prefer to do AJ against Lesnar at Mania because there really is I mean there's nobody for Lesnar to face at this point. You know the Strowman ship is set sail. That's probably going to be a Royal Rumble filler. Let's be yep. honest. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, so we're not going to see I that. I think it's still going to be Rollins. They they I think they're going to give it to uh to Jen's second favorite wrestler at the moment. Against Lesnar? Yeah. So what do you do with Ambrose? Uh, oh, you it, I forgot about that. You yeah, you, know, you can't <laughs> end that feud that quick, can you? No. But I think that's your summer No, that's a WrestleMania match, damn it. Um, mm-hmm. but how do you fit AJ in then? I mean, he just wins the rumble and says, beast, I want you. Yeah, there you go. He wins the rumble. He goes, I've done everything I could do on SmackDown. I'm, oh my God. My and title. Then that's when the elite come back. Oh my God. It's all coming together. There we go. Brock Lesnar. I got an answer for you. And it's in the form of a super kick party. And then here comes the <laughs> young bucks. <coughs> What if that's how he wins the title? AJ's just getting beat down. Obviously, it's a no DQ match. And then the elite come down, and then they formate uh, back the two sweet club. The two sweet club. God, that that would be that would be something. I mean, so I mean, there's ways you can go. I mean, we saw it with with the whole Oscar thing when when she went to challenge Charlotte. So you could go that route. I don't think anyone would Yuck. care if you went that route. Um, I mean, do you, do you do do you do do they? I mean, do they give us Lesnar and McIntyre? If they if they, whew, I like it, but I think you, you have to pump McIntyre uh, full speed ahead uh, from now until April in order to uh, fulfill that. Unless you have McIntyre win the Rumble. Since, like you said, Rollins is already going to uh, be facing Ambrose um, as a high possibility. So uh, we're, we're huge fans of McIntyre, as is um, all the marks out there. So I'm, I'm not against that. You've got Vince's big match, big man versus big man. And we know both guys can move. So give him 15 minutes. Why not? So I don't know. It's, you know, in, what do you, what do you, what do you make of this? Shane McMahon versus Daniel Bryan talk for WrestleMania. I hope it doesn't happen. Well, it doesn't make sense. It makes sense that they're friends now since Shane McMahon is the best in the world, you know, kind of sliding into there and Daniel Bryan kicking his way to the top. So, I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't they be more allies than, than enemies? I don't know. It's, See this? You do no. You do Brian Nakamura. You you get that as your WrestleMania match. So now you turn Nakamura face again. Duh. <laughs> Is this after he beats Seth Rollins on Sunday? Oh man, how about that? Little publicity, but I was I was talking to someone the other day. I said that's probably my like second most looking forward to match of that of that card. <laughs> Seth, That's going to be like, a fun one. Rollins Nakamura, please, for the love of God, Vince, give him 25 minutes and watch in delight. Oh, and the match would be great. Like, that's that's the one thing I think everybody knows is when it's all said and done, it's going to be a hell of a contest. 
Like, it is going to be like, well, that was sure as hell fun. Glad we got to witness that. Let's, what if Nakamura wins the Rumble and challenges Lesnar at Mania? All right. I'll take it. I mean, didn't they have a thing in New Japan when Lesnar went over there? Um, Les, oh God, that was the V3 title. I think Lesnar might have beat Nakamura for the title. Yeah. It's about the same. I have to look it up. I'm I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. Shin Asuke Nakamura versus Brock <laughs> Lesnar. Shinsuke. Yeah, two thousand six. IWGP title. Uh it looks like it was short. Well, he can get his rematch and kick him in um, in Igor uh Nakamura lost. Uh, it was at Wrestle Kingdom. Man, Mr. Wrestle was, Kingdom it trivia. It was Didn't a even know that one. Shit. I'm, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> wiki world now. Uh, Nakamura defeated Tanahashi at two. Oh, the 2006. So... And that was at uh, Tokan Shido Chapter One. Um, oh, then he left. Uh, he trained with Lesnar at Lesnar's personal gym in order to gain muscle mass. That's pretty tight. Uh, not okay. Naka, Naka, uh, Pres- New Japan President Simon Inoki later suggested that as part of his learning excursion, Nakamura would be loaned to the WWE to gain experience in working large American shows. However, it proved to be mostly speculation never came to pass as Nakamura was urgently needed back in New Japan due to Lesnar's departure. Oh. So in 2006, <laughs> he almost ended up in WWE. <laughs> there would have been like, yoink! Gosh, what was the 2006 WWE roster like? Like him and JBL? When him did, and Edge? He, pro- he probably would have been on the Kenzo Suzuki level, let's be honest. Oh, no. Gosh, um, him and Kurt Angle in his prime. How about that as a match? <laughs> or him and RVD in his prime. Um, Big Show was there. Jericho, Chris Masters, Benoit Guerrero. was Benoit there. Yep, Benoit. Oh, he was on SmackDown. Yeah, you know, you know, and that was that was one of those original rumored um, roster trades that I'd always heard about but never happened. Was there was talks that that like Benoit and Angle were going to go to Japan and they were going to oh. send uh, like Jushin Liger. Shinsuke Nakamura and I think uh, Kensuke Sasaki were going to come over and they were going to do it a talent exchange. Interesting. Um, I probably read. I probably heard that too back in the day. I was like, "Who in the what next?" <laughs> yeah, they better not get rid of Kurt Angle. Some <laughs> Oriental wrestling. <company. laughs> Only Oriental I like is in my ramen. That's horrible. Oh, girl. Uh, NXT tomorrow night. What's your uh, what's your what's your biggest most excited match? Oh, man, um, that's damn somebody. Um, Spider Man Three Johnny Gargano has been an odd fit, but it grows on me. Somebody said. <laughs> I 
I'm I'm intrigued by a lot of it, but really the war games has been a lot of fun. But this two out of three falls match uh, for the NXT Women's Championship, honestly, that's probably the one I'm looking forward to besides, of course, war games. Alistair Black and Gargano, I, I like the the differences for both these guys. You know, for the for this matchup, uh, I, I hope Alistair Black kind of gets back into uh, that 2017 form. Um, you know, not not that title run, Alistair Black. Um, this should be interesting. I mean, this is a fun card, to be honest. I, I have low – I want Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa to be off the charts. I just don't know how this is going to work, but that's the excitement of it. Um, it can go either way. But I like how it's going to go four matches because, you know, they're going to get their ish in. Yeah, and and I'm sure, you know, obviously War Games is going to get a lot of clock, and the two out of three falls will too, but little bum that they bumped uh, Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono um, to the, the NXT taping for the following week. Yeah. Because that, I, oh, God, those two guys have such good chemistry between the two of them. What um, match are you uh, looking forward to? Two out of three falls. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's no it's no secret that I, I think Kyrie Sane – you could argue, well, we both said it is, you know, we've seen with the Shayna Baszler feud that, you know, she she might be better than Asuka. Yeah. You know, we've said it. Um, who's to say they don't have Shayna look dominant and win 2-0? That would be crazy. Then does that mean... Uh... That Kyrie Sane could be, or sorry, yeah, Kyrie Sane is uh, could be one of the rumored call ups that'll be happening pretty soon after Survivor Series, if she does uh, kind of, especially to get defeated like that. You could, and I mean, she would definitely freshen up the the roster up there, that's for sure. Um, so you know, we'll see where, where that goes. Do we get a a D, DIY reuniting? With uh, Ciampa and and Gargano, and then only to have Gargano not. eventually turn later and go back to being the baby, so they can do this at Mania. No, I think it'll be too soon. You know, and once again, the the NXT title is still the afterthought. It's just like yeah. the WWE title. It's crazy how these companies' world titles. For as good as they book, and you know how for for how different the two book, they still don't care about their main titles. And I but. and I haven't seen that. I agree, and I and I haven't seen um, you know too much of the build up, which I'm I'm probably going to go watch a few NXTs um, before the show. But I want to see how Dream is getting to Champa. You know, like how he's irritating him enough. How, yeah, I, I so th- that match has a lot of intrigue. I know these two, you know, probably going in know that a lot of people are scratching their heads. So, I mean, that's why I'm not worried about it. I think each of these matches obviously are going to be four plus, you know, with, with each. So, I'm I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. I, I can't wait. They, they have yet to disappoint. Mm-hmm. Except Alistair Black's title reign. <laughs> but I mean, even even go back as far as Balor and Owens's feud was overshadowed by Sasha and Bailey. This, this this title hasn't been booked very well in a while. I mean, yes, Black has had the wor- had the worst feud or the worst run anybody's had. But you know, it's 
it's just what you know. It is what it is. I uh, I will say though, um, before you move on to watch all these NXT shows, let's not forget there's that thing called Dramatic Dream Theater uh, DDT <laughs> that doesn't need to be watched. <laughs> so you can you can watch. Hey man, I got to freshen up on my Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali uh, build up. Oh okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> kidding. 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 Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be fun. It's it's a lot of good stuff coming this weekend. Joey Janela starts in about a half hour. Um, we got Takeover tomorrow. We got Survivor Series on Sunday. We we got Progress whenever that drops. And Alex has DDT, so there's a lot of wrestling yeah. to watch that that's happening. In the Do you next, think next Daniel Bryan facing Lesnar is a punishment? What are your thoughts on on that alleged uh, rumor? <laughs> That's a punishment. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's what I thought, too. I, I scoffed when everyone's like, well, he's just going to get hurt. Brock Lesnar's not in the business of hurting people. It's not Nia Jax. I'm kidding. But, no, but I, that, I, I, I think. not kidding. It's the truth. Yeah. He, yeah. Tell me, tell me, aside from hardcore Holly, who has Lesnar <laughs> really hurt? Wow. I cannot think of anyone. It's it's all these. I'm trained in a damn performance center thing that that where the problems come in. That's where all these people are getting hurt is by all these people who are used to working in indie style and then they go into this. You know, you have to watch how you walk correctly, and they get hurt because their bodies aren't used to it. Or you get the people like Nia Jax who haven't been trained into some of these things. Look at remember when she did the backbreaker to uh. Um, to Charlotte, but didn't Charlotte. put her knee down or whatever. Yeah, like, like I like drilled her into the into the ground, and you know she concussed Selena Vega. She hurt Bailey, I thought, with the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's let's be honest here. This this is somebody with a WWE trained product, and for everybody who says WWE is you know safe and and New Japan is not, count the injuries. And, and yeah. you know another this is another one for the good guys. <laughs> you continuously lose stars because your your people are better trained at doing deadlifts than fighting Which in a we'll brawl. We'll all be able to watch on YouTube uh, because WWE is going to have their own performance center channel. So now you can see all the deadlifts and squats. Ryan cannot wait. <laughs> I uh, I did watch uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, squats on her Instagram uh, returning to the ring. That was pretty tight. <laughs> really, it was tight. Like, I was like, whoa. Anyway. Seriously, how great is that match going to be, by the way? I mean, that's a WrestleMania-style match. That's what people have been clamoring for. Lesnar, Brian, who do you have? I think Lesnar wins, but I don't think it's bad. Look at look at Lesnar's styles last year. Styles lost nothing from losing to Lesnar. No. That was in our match of the year. That was on our ballot. Yeah. I'm I'm jacked for this match and you know if 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 Brock's gonna come in and Brock's gonna be I'm I'm I want to work Brock oh you bet your ass this is gonna be good it's gonna be a great seven minute match that's a great no this is gonna be the final countdown of those uh horrible five minute matches this will be because hey Styles and Lesnar got 20 plus so why not Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar let Daniel Bryan show the people remind the audience why we love 
Janet. They got 20 minutes? Yeah. Holy crap. I don't remember it being that long. God, that match was good. I want to go back and watch that. God, that was fun. He sold so much for for AJ. God, that yes. was fun. Yeah, holy shit. It went over 50, it was 1525. Wow. Damn, I was way wrong. God, I got to go watch it again. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> God, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn faced Breezango on the show last year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Baron oh, Corbin no. defeated The Miz last year. Um, who's going to wear on Team Raw, by the way, before we leave? Who's going to wear the uh, not correct colored T-shirt? For Team Raw. <laughs> Who's the John Cena of Team Raw? Oh, boy. Who the hell's it? Braun Strowman. <laughs> Good answer. Oh, funny. Braun Strowman, who survived last year with Triple H. Oh, I forgot about that, which set up nothing. Yeah, as they which hinted. She- Shane McMahon was the was the final uh, person uh, left after uh, Kurt Angle got pedigree by. Tr- I mean, I guess it set up WrestleMania. But. Wait, did they wait? You, he was the final person. Did they film last year's Survivor Series in Saudi Arabia? Oh, is it the yeah. Crown Jewel, <laughs> Mister Crown Jewel, the the real MVP. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Shane McMahon. <laughs> Came a long way, haven't I? I went from getting snitched on to pop, put a ring on. <laughs> 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 Thank you, P. I went from getting snitched on to putting a ring on. <laughs> oh, man. Alex, great chatting. Glad we knocked this out tonight. My friend. Go watch DDT right now. Yes. I think I might. I got some Monopoly with the family. Then it's DDT into the wee hours, work, and then more DDT. Like like I said, in the first hour, there's two matches. The um, the time difference battle royal, which is funny. You, you, I can't wait for you to see uh, gorgeous Mats, uh, Matsuo um, and the the amazing finish of the entire show with uh, Nobuhiro uh, Shimitami, uh, which Ooh. I don't know. I snapped. Snapchatted it. I don't know if you if you watched it when I Snapchat it from my hotel after I rewatched it, but uh, it's it's hilarious and, and he just shit out of him for it. Also, um, be on the lookout blogtalkradio.com forward slash Strong Style Media or look up Strong Style Media or Wrestlecast Radio on all the podcast platforms because there might be a secret show dropping like Sunday morning. Yeah, about DDT. Yeah, home alone so, tomorrow. And. And next week, guys, we're going to try to get this back on track, uh, Sportscast Radio, because I got so much I want to talk about. Dude, I was bummed we didn't do it on Wednesday. I'm, like, waiting. I'm, like, looking at my phone. I'm, like, when is he going to send an invite? But I knew yeah, you had a busy day. It was it was one of those things where and then I every time I text the group chat, it was, like, your, your message cannot send. And I was, like, gah, I have no service up here. Oh, no. I, I just got to figure it out up there where – like I, I think I can do it. We, we may have we may have to do one of the things where I have you run the board and I just go from my phone. But I awesome. think we'll make it work. But because I, yeah, we, we got to sh- talk about how the Bears will beat the Vikings this Sunday night prime time. 
on NBC, which stands for uh, No Bears um, Rule. Stands for Naughty Butt Crack. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> Uh, Nick Cage. Yeah, uh, the only the only thing the Bears are winning on Sunday is when you play Madden football because they're not beating the purple and gold. So we're, gonna, we're definitely talking that. And I, I got to talk. You know, I said purple and gold. We got to. Uh, I want to talk oh. about the Lakers, man. Six or seven, they've won. I think yeah, they figured true. it out. I, I you know what they so figured got- out? Free agency, two thousand nineteen. Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, the latest rumor of the joining of uh, in La La Land. We'll talk a little about that. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait because there's, there's so much good stuff. All right, we're going to get out of here actually before Blog Talk kicks us for once. So we're going to get the last Bias was robbed. <laughs> or the gold glove? No, of MVP. Oh, yeah, by that little kid? Yeah, that, oh, that jerk getting his chin. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Yellish almost took out my two favorite teams at back-to-back yeah. series. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, I swear, if you knock them out too, as he, oh, I was, I was gonna punch the little child, little Marco stunt-looking son. Uh, will Joe oh, Flacco yeah. complete the game on Sunday? Find out. Sportscast Radio. <laughs> we will catch y'all. Be on the lookout, like like Alex said, DDT. Hopefully soon. We'll have some more. Always goodness. Episode 97, Alex. We're almost to 100. We got to do something. If we if we can line this up right, maybe we do episode 100 while you're here for and watching oh, Bola. Oh, tight. I'm all in. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you all. Peace out.